the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Today featuring Pat and Stu. You know, I sometimes I wonder, is it just me? Am I the only one that is so hateful that I don't think we should be this heavily involved with Ukraine? Oh, you so you, is it you just want me? all Ukrainians to die? Yeah, and I love Vladimir Putin. I, I guess, can tell. Of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw it on your car out there yeah. that big "I loved Vladimir Putin" bumper sticker <laughs> and the hammer and sickle underneath. <laughs> yes, it. Yes, yeah. I saw. I noticed yeah, that. That's yeah. you, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I knew it. And I put, I hooked up speakers on my car that blare the Soviet national anthem right. wherever I go, which is weird. It's not even the anthem they're weird. using anymore. No, but they, I know. You just it's want weird. the return to those days. Yes, you know. Yes, that's. That's my hope. (laughs) So, I don't know. Uh, We'll talk about some of the possibilities for Speaker of the House and what their plans for Ukraine would be. Uh, Get into that in just a minute. First, uh, this. It's Blinds.com. we got a primetime kickoff sale going on right now. And right now, you can get up to 50% off their huge list of top quality and totally customizable window coverings when you go to Blinds.com. Whether you know what you're doing and you want to pick them out or you install them yourself or you don't know what you're doing and you want to have them do it for you, Blinds.com is where you need to go. I've done this in my house. It just changes the entire look of the house. It really, the amount of improvement you can do by just adding the right blinds is incredible. And Blinds.com, that's the company you want to do this with. Uh, they will give you uh, unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. They got over 25 million windows covered. So you can rest easy with Blinds.com's 100% satisfaction guarantee. Why not beat the heat? And, uh, or, you know, honestly, like, help insulate your house as it gets cooler as well. Lower your electric bill at the same time with sun-blocking shades. Uh, Blinds.com is just fantastic. You're going to love them. Everyone who uses them loves them. They have over 40,000 five-star reviews. Get to 50% off during Blinds.com's primetime kickoff sale. Biggest sale ever. Do it quickly. The sale ends October 11th. It's only a few days away. Up to 50% off right now at Blinds.com. If it's Blinds.com, rules and restrictions may apply at Blinds.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Stu, we we haven't really had a chance to talk about this this week uh, together, but uh, were you as surprised as I was that they removed Kevin McCarthy as quickly and easily as they did? Yeah. That kind of blew me away. It was interesting. And, you know, I have some concerns about about this, removing Kevin about McCarthy? removing McCarthy not because okay. I like McCarthy per uh-huh. se um, but worried about who might replace him yeah I'm worried about how this plays out because yeah. you know there's a few different ways it can and what I want what I want going into this is a plan a plan that has a good chance of success I, I was mm-hmm. talking about this with Glenn yesterday and he looked at me with this these glazed over eyes as if he had no idea what I was speaking. But let me attempt it with you here. All right. Okay. It's fourth and eight, mm-hmm. and you're at your own 25-yard line. Yes. Most of the coaches in that situation want to punt. But right. a few people, let's say Matt Gates, Coach Gates, uh-huh. is like, hey, let's go for it. Now, you look at the analytics, maybe there's some argument to go for here. It's a little <laughs> risky. Right? I'd like to see the analytics that say, go for it on fourth and eight from your own 25. I want to see those analytics. There are some analytics I, that say I go for it that. a lot more than you'd think. Right? Okay. So maybe that's there. Right. Who knows? But it's, it's certainly an interesting call. Yes. So now there's this big fight on the sidelines, <laughs> right? Yeah. And Coach Gates wins. They're going to go for it. All right? Uh-huh. The, now, Coach Gates seems to be taking a, a, a victory lap at this point, which is mm-hmm. a little early Premature. because yeah. we have yeah, not yeah. actually had the play yet. 
to see if we succeed at the fourth and eight. That's when you you celebrate the decision, right? If yeah. it works, right? And like I'd argue, you know, we're getting into this in a second, but like someone like Jim Jordan is you've converted the fourth and eight, right? Like I think that's actually an improvement for sure, right? Like to so, me, for sure, a big improvement. I'm, yes, I'm excited about that one. Me Steve too. Scalise. Mm, could, somewhat of an maybe, improvement maybe an improvement we just saw that Scalise has a I think it was 54% record at Freedom uh, Freedom Record Freedom Works or Freedom Works okay yeah that's not good uh, that's not like, good again that's I, really I, not good you should be at least in the 90s yes I would hope not so higher and and my argument here is like Chip Roy's 100 yeah, 100% yeah. like if Chip Roy like if you had a path to get Chip Roy to be Speaker of the House Great home run. I, yes. Like I mean, I hate to take it to another sport, but that's a home run. Like yeah. I'd be thrilled with that because Jim Jordan's either at ninety four or ninety six. Yeah, okay. Uh, and and he's so great. he's he's great. He's so, awesome. The number one thing you have to do in this situation is not cheer yourself for convincing the coaching staff to go for it at fourth and eight. Mm-hmm. Number one, you have to have a really good play. Mm-hmm. Right? You better have a play that's going to get eight yards. Yeah. And number two, you don't celebrate it until you've actually converted the fourth down. Right. Then it's okay to say, yes, we did it. Right choice. So hmm. I'm concerned about this. If you think about the way that this, this could play out, right? You have situation, let's say situation one, which is you get all Republicans aligned again, like they did with McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And you push through somebody like Jim Jordan, like St- Steve Scalise, and you'll get us a roughly similar result. I think with Jordan, it's an improvement. Um, but again, they're still in a situation where they're only one third of this process, right? Like there's still just the House. You don't have the Senate. You don't have the presidency. There's a, a high limitation as to what Jordan can actually accomplish with this job. It's very limited. So even if you get Jim Jordan, who I think from a, a perspective of uh, ideology and and um, approach, I think would be a vast improvement. He's still very limited into how much he can do in this role. So mm-hmm. I think what you get there is a similar result. You'll probably get something similar to what you got with McCarthy. Maybe a little improved, maybe a little bit worse. Maybe Scalise is a little worse. I don't know. But you're generally going to be in the same area. That's result number one. The next idea is, let's say these eight people who would not vote for McCarthy, they can't get them on board with somebody other than than Jordan that they can all agree on. So Mm. what they have to do is try to pull in a few Democrats into that vote. Now, that undoubtedly is going to get you a worse result than what we have because you're getting Democrats to come in and agree to go along with us. That's option number two, and that option is worse. So right now you have similar or worse. Mm-hmm. Next up is a situation where both extremes, the AOC wing of the party, uh, of the Democrats, and the uh, Matt Gates wing of the Republicans, hate whoever they're nominating, but the middle agrees, right? You get all the moderates from both sides coming together and saying, you know what, we'll put that person up because they're going to be, like if they were to put up, I don't know, someone in the rel- in the uh, Joe Manchin or Mitt Romney, right? Like, again, I know they're mm-hmm. senators, but like some the equivalent of that person in the middle, could you get a bunch of Republicans and a bunch of Democrats to come together and say, look, this is our the establishment types. This is our, uh, this is important. We must move this along. Blah, 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 blah. We need someone who can bring us together. Blah, 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 blah. And they get that person through. Well, that person, again, you're talking about someone who's, this is going to be much worse than what we have now. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth option, because you already have similar, worse, or much worse. The last option is 
the Democrats unite and they are able to pick off four or five moderate Republicans, whoever you think the four or five worst Republicans are in that caucus, and they pick off four or five of them to join with them on their nomination, not necessarily of Hakeem Jeffries, I don't think that would ever happen, but someone that the Democrats say, you know what, this is going to be better than we're ever going to get from a Republican House, let's go with it, we'll take five moderates, and we'll, we'll, we'll push that guy through with almost no Republican support. And then you're in a level of catastrophe, mm-hmm. right? It's, that's a catastrophic result. So when your four options are similar, worse, much worse, and catastrophic, that's not do good. you go for it on fourth and eight? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. No. And I have no defense of McCarthy as a speaker, really. I don't, I'm not impressed with him. He, it, the only argument you can make for him is there's almost nothing he can do in this role. The only thing he can do, he's not going to get some massive passing, uh, spending cut passed. It's not going to happen. He's got to get through the Democratic Senate and Joe mm-hmm. Biden. It's not going to happen. We can all have, come up with this, you know, this this idea that he's going to pass this thing that's going to make us all happy. It is not going to occur. All he can do is get certain concessions. And by the way, the thing he passed, which I was not happy with, did pull out the Ukraine funding. Yes. Now, they, they talked about a special true. deal maybe being cut, that it would come back later. My guess is that probably is accurate. Plus, I will say that he promised uh, 98% of the budget when this would happen, when when they had to do the continuing resolutions. Mm-hmm. He would go for 98% of spending. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he promised back in January. He actually went further than that and went to 92% of what we were spending. Mm. So we actually did more than he promised them to do in January, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, I, I, It's I interesting to me. I, I don't think there's no defense of McCarthy here. Yeah. I, but I, I don't, yes. I'm not particularly won over by it. I think we could do better. Yeah, I do but too. The question too. is, the, the risk is there. And so, you know, you, again, you make a cost-benefit analysis when you make this mm-hmm. uh, decision. And mm-hmm. if you think the risk is worth it, okay, Go for it. Like if if what you had beforehand was Jim Jordan and you knew you could get him through, I think this would be a really uh, I'd be completely It'll behind be a this good move deal. and yeah. I would not be worried about it. Yeah. But obviously that had not occurred. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's possible that Gates and, and Jordan talked beforehand and said, hey, I'll support you. But I don't think I don't know. Can Jordan get through the moderate side of this caucus? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I'll be surprised if he can, he can. I really he can. hope he can. I really hope he can. And I don't think it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But it, I wouldn't say if you would have asked, uh, uh, if you would have asked some Washington expert five years ago whether Jim Jordan could become Speaker of the House, they would have no. told you no way. Yeah, and he had no chance, no choice. I mean, he was he was not interested in the job even. Yeah, because the last time this was even a question, he's like, no, I'm not. No, that wasn't. I'm not throwing my hat. He was nominated around. several times. Yeah, but he didn't like, even no, really want to be considered. I'm not going to do it. And again, this is even if you love Jordan, you're also picking someone who voted for McCarthy. Right. True. Right. Yes. And I, I think there's an argument to be made that that's like, look, I think it can be an improvement. But if the argument is, well, you know, you don't want someone who works mm. with Democrats. You have to point out that these eight Republicans worked with Democrats to get McCarthy tossed. <laughs> like that's what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I look, I'm OK with the move if you can improve the situation. But this is, as we talked about last hour, yet another thing that takes us away from talking about Joe Biden and what has happened with Joe Biden. Right. And that does make me nervous. That is it, true. Look, get Jordan through. And it, I still don't know that the risk would have been worth it 
because just because you go for it on fourth and eight from your own 25 and make it doesn't make it the right move, mm-hmm. right? That it, it, There's too much risk associated with that move. But if you make it, at least we can all celebrate a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's where this turns out. And, I mean, he's on board with stopping the ridiculous spending on Ukraine. He, mm-hmm. he was asked by Manu Raju uh, from CNN, are you willing to move forward with an aid, aid package to Ukraine if you become speak, speaker? And Jordan responded, I'm against that. At some point, we're going to have to deal with this appropriations process in the right way. We're going to try to do that in the next 41 days. The most pressing issue on Americans' mind is not Ukraine. It's the border situation and it's crime on the streets. I agree with that. I mean, that's exactly right. All polling shows that as well, by the way. If you want to look at polling, when you talk talk about priorities, Mm -hmm. the things that matter to Americans are the economy, number one. Border is right up there. Um, You know, that is what they're concerned about. And so... Considering you happen to have the two things that Americans are most concerned about as obvious uh, disasters from the Biden administration, you'd think that would be the focus. Those two things can get you through an election. Now, look, the mm-hmm. the, the left is going to try to bring up abortion, um, which isn't uh, nearly as high a priority on in, when it comes to polling of, of American citizens, including Republican primary voters. I don't agree with that priority arrangement, mm-hmm. but it is, uh, it is important to, to note that that's where it is. So Democrats are going to try to pull things like this. They're going to say, you know, Donald Trump is, is mean and he says mean things to people. He calls them fat and stuff. Um, and then, uh, and that's so you shouldn't vote for him. And number two, Hey, abortion, they're going to take your right away to kill your kid. And look, those are really powerful arguments. I can't uh, powerful, powerful arguments that really you should be making mm-hmm. massive decisions on the country's future based on both of those things. The protection of your right to murder children. And of course, also (laughs) Donald Trump is mean. Those two things are vitally important to our country's future. Um, But uh, they're not that high on people's priority lists on either side. It's just that the the, right now, there's a little bit of a uh, snapback from Roe versus Wade being overturned. And they have been able to win some of these elections on smaller scales in states. And they see this as their only path to success. That's because Republicans allow them to control the narrative. And they're terrible at marketing themselves. Terrible at it. This is not hard. So they're, to, and they're scared. It's too. not hard. They're scared. They are scared. They, they see yeah. a couple people losing elections. Like you lose an election in a red state over abortion. And they think that oh, no. they have to run from it. I mean, yeah, look, right. look at the way that Donald Trump right. talks about it. This is a guy who has I know. arguably the best record of any president on pro-life issues. Why? Because he was able to put into uh, into motion he laid the, the foundation. Over, overturning of Roe versus Wade. Look, yes. Yes, you can make the argument that he just was picking off a list from the Federalist Society and there's tons of validity to that argument. But so what? Right. He Still actually did it. Did it. Still you know, did it. I, nobody else has. Nobody else did it. And I, look, do I think Ted Cruz would have picked good justices that would have? Uh, yes, I do think he would have been fine in that respect. He would have known mm-hmm. all of these people. Donald Trump did what he promised to do um, yeah. when it came to overturning Roe versus Wade. He got that done. And we've admitted a thousand times on the air, neither one of us ever thought we'd see the day. That's for sure. So that record is really strong from a pro-life perspective. But now he's saying, you know, look, a heartbeat bill is a major mistake. I I can't agree with that. I won't agree with it. I don't care who says it. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute.
Every year, over 15,000 independent farms and ranches in America are driven out of business. Why? Because 85% of the grass-fed beef in America is imported from overseas. You probably didn't notice that in stores because foreign meat often wears a product of USA label. If you want American beef and chicken that you can trust and you want to help rebuild America, shop GoodRanchers.com. Every purchase puts healthy, high-quality meat on your plate and supports local farms in the U.S. So stop buying imported goods at the store and get American-raised meat from GoodRanchers.com. Make sure you use my code, Glenn, at checkout for a bonus of $30 off your first order of America's best meat and seafood. You can support American ranchers and farmers by ordering at GoodRanchers.com and using the promo code Glenn. Change the way you buy meat. American meat delivered at GoodRanchers.com. 10 seconds station ID. <laughs> We're just uh, watching the situation with George Santos. Still, still in... In office, still a congressman, I mean, despite that, the fact that he absolutely lied. He literally lied about everything. About, <laughs> about everything. And he's not even close to our worst congressman, is which is hilarious. Is his name even George Santos? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny because, uh, first of all, New York has been bringing us some real gems lately. Yeah. Uh, you know, also Bowman is from there. Um, oh, wow. The That's guy who right. pulled the fire alarm uh, yeah, the other yeah. day. And what's funny about this is like, uh, number one. If you're George Santos, you don't get to make fun of other people, right? Like that's <laughs> no, not one you, of the things no, you're you allowed to do, right? right? Right. But number two, he's making these videos about Bowman and the fire alarm. Like if you're being dunked on by <laughs> George Santos, you should just stop. The like, biggest I'm, liar in the history of American politics. <laughs> Remove uh, yeah. yourself immediately from yes. Congress if you're getting dunked on that's successfully, by the way, by George Santos. Embarrassing. What a weird time we live and in. And you know what? If we don't clean out our own house, how can you expect to clean out the Democrats uh, yeah. who need to be cleaned? I mean, let's please take care of our dirty laundry, uh, George Santos being among that among that laundry, but also Mitch McConnell in the Senate. Yeah. We got to do something Bye. about that. It should be get he, out. Sh- he should be gone. He, the man is Bless obviously his heart. having massive I don't massive wish anything problems. bad for him, but he's nope. got massive health problems and he won't even discuss what it is. He gets indignant if you ask him about it. Are you kidding me? You're the Senate minority or, yeah, minority leader. Well. What do you mean? We we have no right to know about your health situation? Well, we know what it is, Pat. It was dehydration. Dehydrate, right. He didn't have enough enough Gatorade that day. (laughs) That's right. Dehydration. That's that's what they actually tried to Uh, Lightheadedness. Don't forget the lightheaded situation. And I think those things go hand in hand a little bit. When I get lightheaded. The same thing happened. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, you, you I, I finally I, pulled out of it. Though. Yeah, I, yeah, that happened right then. I don't know if you even realized yeah. that. Yeah, you just yeah, I got a little Sorry, I, I was a little lightheaded <laughs> there, and I haven't had a drink of water for a while. I apologize uh, to hundreds and hundreds of radio stations who thought they just lost the feed. <laughs> yes, I, I realized that halfway through your pause, and I was like, ah. Uh, but uh, it's true. I mean, he, that's what yeah. McConnell did. Mm-hmm. And look, what's interesting about, I don't know, can, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the people that I heard talk about that incident on the conservative mm-hmm. side, I know I was there said he needs this is ridiculous just like we said about john fetterman and, yes. joe biden and joe biden and, and, and diane feinstein, feinstein and he needs to be out yes this is over yes get him out of office i don't, don't want someone who can't get through a sentence 
as the uh, leader of the Senate for the Republicans. I, I've never seen anybody with a double standard on this. I don't know anybody no. who says, no, leave Mitch McConnell alone. He belongs right where he is. Yeah. Have you ever heard anybody no. defending that? No. I, I haven't. Um, Santos, and by the way, they, they were protected in, in the McConnell situation because McConnell changed the law to make it so Republicans got to nominate the oh, next right. senator because they have a Democratic governor. And then the Democratic right. governor picks from, I think, a list of three that the Republicans give him. The Santos situation is uh. more complicated because they only have four a four-seat majority, and they could very well lose that district yeah. in, in the next election because it's, it's, not, it's not a bright red district. It's a purple district. So... That one's a, t- a tougher one because it's so Amazing. tight. I can understand why they're just like shrugging their shoulders and saying there's nothing we can do right now, but yeah. they'll try to take him out in the primary. Right. Now, that seems to be their approach with Santos. Oof. More coming up. Just a minute. The Glenn Back Program. If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent and nagging and relentless, I want you to take a moment and think back to the last time you really felt good. Can you even remember what it felt like? Now, here's even a more important question. What would you give to go back to feeling like that again? Maybe it would just be nice to take a stroll with your loved one or play with your grandchildren. I've suffered from persistent, crippling pain almost all the time for about five years. When I started taking Relief Factor, I took it because my wife made me start taking it. I didn't think it would work for me. Yet here I am today, virtually pain-free, doing the things I love to do, all thanks to my wonderful wife and Relief Factor. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Are you part of that 70% that can get your life back? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Glenn Beck. Miss a show? Listen anytime, anywhere podcasts are found. Stick around. More after the break. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, Coming up is uh, Joe Biden's major speech on convincing America that we got to continue the unlimited aid for an unlimited period of time to oh, Ukraine. Typical. You, you know, you do this all the time, Pat. You exaggerate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to call you out on it when okay. I hear you do it. All right. There are limits on what we can... Are there? Yes. Yes, there are. Oh. Uh, they've been okay. very clear about this. Uh-huh. Uh, as much as it takes for as long as it takes. So... Okay. So after the job is finally done, mm-hmm. then we'll... St- We'll stop well, that no, well no, after no, the... Yeah, we're going to have to rebuild the whole rebuild country Rebuild the country, yeah. right. Once right. we rebuild everything back to... Like, <laughs> let's say we just make it into a giant Disneyland. Once that's done... Then we'll... Uh, well, well, we we'll, need to keep the maintenance going, obviously. Uh, but I mean, okay, uh, most obviously. of the spending will be gone by then. <laughs> after we spend, you know, $11 trillion on it. Okay. Once we get to that number, I think we'll be... 11 trillion. trillion. You think maybe the number. Right. I do think it's around that number, apparently. I think it is. Uh, Actually, that might not be enough because it's going to go on forever, as they've told us. And I just... I No. I just want it to stop now. I just want it to stop. And I I don't know where conservatives are necessarily on this. I I think a lot of us are fed up with this, Mm -hmm. with the never-ending wars. Mm-hmm. And our never-ending intervention into everybody else's wars and nation-building, and I just I want it to stop. And maybe that's too much to ask. I don't know. Maybe we're too far down that road now 
maybe we're so far from the plan, the original plan, the founding fathers laid out for us to stay out of everybody else's mess. Let, let Europe do Europe and we'll just watch from here on the sidelines. But we're, you know, we don't do that and haven't done that for a long, long time. But I want to get back to that. I, if we're attacked, then by golly, yes, let's put the hammer down on whoever it is that attacked us and then let's come back home. Mm-hmm. But this never-ending stuff, this as long as it takes, as much as it takes for a, a nation, and you're going to have a hard time making the point, I think, that this is in the best interest of America. And they'll, of course, say that it won't stop with Ukraine. They're going to attack other NATO countries and blah, 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 blah. I think the deeper we get into this, the bigger the opportunity is for us to send troops there. And I, mm-hmm. I, just, I just fear that this ends with boots on the ground. I think there's a real possibility of that. And, and the reason you think that is because they set down 15 red lines already that we've yeah, crossed. Right. Right? Like, uh, right. The tanks cross that line. Fighter jets yep. cross that line. The only thing in that speech that he hasn't done are the battle trains. And I don't know when he's going to send the battle trains into Ukraine, but Do when know? that happens, that's World War III. I got to get one of these battle trains. They're, they just sound awesome. Because I know you have a real affinity for trains in general. You must <laughs> no, I really love the battle trains. Oh, uh, God. I, who thought we could spend, waste more money on trains in this world? I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh. But it, it's funny because you go, you look at that and you say, okay, because I I heard I was I listened to a little bit of Mike Pence yesterday on with Megyn Kelly. They did an interview and he's such a warmonger. He really is making the affirmative case. We need to be doing this. And he, he and Nikki the, Haley are driving me out of my mind. I know. And this is really this is sort of new for you. I mean, over, it is. I mean, new over the past decade and a half. I right. mean, it's not new, new. But yes. You would have. I think at, there was a time in, in the your early life, 2000s. I would have been. Yeah, let's uh, let's do this. Right. We need that. Yeah, maybe um, been more aggressive. And yeah. you've changed a lot on that. And I, yes. I and, you know, when you change your opinion, as you have done, you mm-hmm. explain why and what information right. has decided to change. You. <laughs> right. Unlike our politicians who just whimsically go from one <laughs> side to the other. 20-year wars tend to wear on me a bit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> really? Yeah. In, in what way? Have yeah. you ever thought about in that? that? In that, especially then after you've spent 20 years mm-hmm. dealing with that situation, and then you just throw it away at the end and give it back to the enemy. <laughs> that I sounds fun. I really have sort of a... I'm a little resistant to that. Yeah. Yeah. So like I look at this and I say, okay, look, if I'm mm. if I'm a Ukrainian citizen, I am absolutely advocating for um uh, for us to do if I'm U- in Ukraine to do everything you can to push back the this the Russian army. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to give one freaking inch of territory including Crimea mm-hmm. to uh to the Russians. I as a Ukrainian, if I were a Ukrainian, would be saying a lot of the things that you hear from uh, more hawkish opinions of the United States, but that's I would if ask, you were a U- right, Ukrainian, yeah, I would ask mm-hmm. all the time the, the Americans to give me stuff. <laughs> yes, I a hundred percent. Look, they are literally def- they're fighting for their lives there. They they, mm-hmm. they are fighting for their country, their sovereignty. And bless them. I, I wish them the best. I wish them the best too. It's Go just for the it. question is whether we should be involved in it, at least at this scale. Yeah. Right. Like yep. you, you could argue, hey, can we help out in some humanitarian way? There's some okay. kid who's starving, and we need to get him some food. Hey. Yeah. There's a lot of charities doing a lot of that work, and it's good work. I know people who've gone to uh, the border of Poland and Ukraine and have fought, uh, uh, not fought in the battle, but fought to you know be able to supply help these people. people. 
mm-hmm. with food. And, and like, you're look, it's it's a scary place to be. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that instinct. I think it should be done mostly by charities. Like that's mm-hmm. you know, just my personal opinion. Um, but if there was an argument being made, let's be honest about it. We spend money on stuff all the time. If there was an argument being made, look, we just need to give humanitarian aid to the people affected by this war. I doubt there'd be much pushback. I think the pushback right. here yes. is the argument that we might get pulled into this. Yes. And you got to depend on Joe Biden and his magical competence to be able to keep us out of that situation. And, and I have no faith in that. I don't see how you could have faith in that. How could anybody put their trust into this brain dead president? Mm. I don't understand it. I really don't understand and I don't understand how he's so different on this particular situation than any other in the past. Yeah. And, and yet they all are. Yeah. Why? Explain that to the American people. It's hard. And, and the risk is so high, right? Yeah, like very high. We're talking about Russia. the number two or number three, I guess, maybe behind China um, superpower, if you, you know, or elevated power is certainly one of the main people, you know, countries you'd worry about in a nuclear conflict. The, yep. the one, the, the country with let's, say it plainly here the most nuclear weapons of any country mm-hmm. including us in the world right. okay with a leader who is on at some level unstable mm-hmm. who made a decision here which is erratic at best to go in at the in the first place mm-hmm. completely misjudged what was going to happen yep right um yep. And, and while he's been able to gain some territory he actually over the past few months he's lost a little bit not gained any He's in a position where he absolutely cannot give up on this war mm-hmm. because he will, you know, uh, he's put too It'll much look into really it. look really bad now. It'll look really bad and, and likely, mm-hmm. you know, be thrown out of office uh, in some sort of coup if, if he gets overturned. Maybe or maybe not. But he, he does not see this as something he can give in to. He can't just be like, ah, you know what? Ukraine's been tougher than I thought. Let's just back off. That's not <laughs> yeah. going to happen. Like, no. it's possible they could come up with a, uh, a some sort of settlement where maybe they maintain most of the territory that they have. And honestly, that's what we should be pushing for behind the mm-hmm. scenes. What, mm-hmm. like I'm again, if I'm in Ukraine, I don't like that answer. But as America, prioritizing the uh, the avoidance of World War Three is what I want. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. don't seem to be interested in that at all. Now, there are many ways you can handle this. We've talked about mo- most of them before, and I'm not against every single intervention. You know, like. I think if there's a way to protect um, a, a, a someone on the other end of a genocide that we can do uh, inexpensively and without elevating this to World War III, I think it's worth looking into. For I'll give you an example of this. The Rwandan genocide is an example of this. You've got a million people being murdered in a very short period of time, Mostly largely by machetes. machetes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not a yep. a situation. They're not going to start throwing their machetes at us from Rwanda. <laughs> right. Like it's not right. something that can escalate into World War Three. It's not something that necessarily we have to be there for an endless amount of time. And it's something that we could do really cheaply. Like you put a bunch of guys in there with AK forty sevens. You could have saved a million. You lives. You could have saved a million lives. And yet we turned a blind eye to that and we're like, meh. Our calculation on that mm-hmm. by President Bill Clinton was eh. Mm-hmm. Eh, you know, let's. I'll fly into the airport. I won't. I'll get. I won't even leave the tarmac, and then I'll take off again because we put no value in the lives of the Tutsis versus the Hutus in that particular battle. We didn't care, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I think the argument uh, that would be made by many people would be that we didn't care because it was far away and it didn't affect us. 
Well, you know, like, there's a situation that you can at least make the argument. There, a lot of libertarians would say, look, you stay out of it no matter what. I can respect that ideological mm -hmm. line, if that is your ideological line. But that is a case where I think there's a sensible choice for us to be involved. Here is a choice where, look, if you want to be involved in some capacity, you can take sides in this. I think there's a clear... I, look, I, I, Ukraine is incredibly corrupt. I don't look at them as these, these golden children, especially no. their government. I but don't either. They were invaded by a foreign power power in a way that is completely wrong, in my view. Mm -hmm. And I don't want I didn't want Vladimir Putin to win this battle. I want him to lose. I, my preference would be he Me loses too. every inch of this territory, including Crimea, which we should have said back in 2014 when they took it. Mm -hmm. But the president of the United States at that time, Barack Obama, was like, eh. Right. So we shrugged our shoulders at that one. And so I want him to lose. I want him to go back. I want him to feel like he should never do this again. But that is different. It can exist at the same time by not as, as an opinion of not wanting your country to be involved in World War III. Mm -hmm. And I look, to be clear, if we were in a situation where we, maybe we would oppose, if Joe Biden invaded Canada right now, and he was just like, we got to get that. We got to get the Rogers Center. The Blue Jays have got to be part of this country. Mm -hmm. It's insane. We have one team up there. We got to get that. We're evading. We're taking over Toronto. Plus, they own about 90% of the world supply of maple syrup. Right. We so got to have it. We got to have it. We got to have it. And if, we, if he went in there and he thought he was going to take over the country in a few mm. days and it failed, <laughs> we might be critical of him for this is a bad move. We might think it was an unjust war on our behalf, right? Um, but at the end of the day, if Russia was funding the Canadian military with enough enough crap to kill thousands of our soldiers in that war, we'd be pissed. We'd be pissed. Uh -huh. And we would be on the air, I guarantee you, arguing that we should be doing a hell of a lot more to not hold just Canada responsible for what's going on, but also Russia. We'd also be saying, Vlad, do you understand that they're hoarding the world supply of maple syrup? Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. And are you aware? We're trying to bring justice to this planet. Yeah. You know they have, Why are you in our standing in our way? They have Why? also almost the entire world supply of Mazdas. Now, we have Mazdas, but they oh, have wow. Mazdas there. Wow. That's how they say it. Mazda. 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 It's not Mazda. It's Mazda. Where, <laughs> where else will we get Mazdas from? No one else calls them Mazdas. <laughs> where are we going to get the Mazdas? As long as we're invading countries for stupid things like that. <laughs> yeah. We need to invade the UK as well because of the Jaguar thing. Oh, yeah. Jaguar. They're not Jaguars. They're Jaguars. Now, you'd think it is okay? their language. Maybe they but have we the right perfected one. But we, it. Yeah, we perfected it. We perfected it. We came it. along and we, we helped. So, we helped the situation. We, we did. All right. More coming up in just a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. MyPillow is having a closeout sale on their Percal sheets. Mike Lindell continues to give back to you with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me talk about my slippers and the Giza Dream sheets and the MyPillow 2.0. But the latest sale is on their popular Percal sheets. These sheets are available in a variety of colors and sizes included in the closeout sale. The queen size sheets 
regularly retail for $89.98, but now they're $35. Use the promo code BECK. The MyPillow Percal sheets are breathable, have cool, crisp feel to them. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress and are extremely durable and machine washable. Limited supply, so now's the time to stock up for the whole family. Just go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Get the MyPillow Percal sheets for as low as $25 for a twin set, $35 for the queen set. Deal's not going to last long. Enter the promo code BECK, 1-800-966-3117, MyPillow.com. All right. <laughs> Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Your Blue Jays. Ah! Eliminated from the uh, Look, baseball playoffs. It's stupid. Sad. It's Astros stupid. still in it. Astros are in it. Astros still Rangers in it. are in it, which are big, you know, big team around here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But like, I make this appeal not because my team loses two games in a row every time this happens. It's really not mm-hmm. the reason. That's not the reason. It's not the reason. I, I think it hurts more because my favorite team lost in two games again mm-hmm. and scored one run over two games. Yeah. But like, here's the thing: it's uh-huh. a hundred and sixty-two game season. Yeah. I lived and died with them winning and losing in the last couple of months to see if they would get into the playoffs. It was a big deal. I spent a lot of time. I care about it. I, I, I love sports. I love the Blue Jays. I know it's bizarre. I'm the only American, American Blue Jays fan. Mm-hmm. But like you play 162 games and then you have a three game series. Like baseball is a long term sport, not a short term. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be three. At the very least, it should be five. In my argument, it should be seven. I mean, I, that's what, that's where we're, that's what it should be. That's, that's the best way to do a baseball series because you have to see at least usually four starting pitchers, right? Sometimes Mm -hmm. three, but you could, you can get away with three, but the whole long season is about having partially five good pitchers to start games. And then you go into the playoffs and you're like, ah, you only need two now. Like it's dumb. And so I now make this argument for the Rays, who I am not a fan of. They're rivals of the Blue Jays. They won, what, 98 games this year, and they're gone in two days? 99 games. They won mm-hmm. 99 games. They were the second best record in the AL. And what, And three th- people showed up for the playoffs, though? <laughs> That's part of their problem right there. That is part of their problem. Yeah. I lo- We love Tampa. We were yeah. there when the Rays were launched. and We were, in, we were, oh, we yeah. were a Tampa-based show when That's they right. started. And I'll, I'll never forget the first year. You know, you get all this excitement, new franchise, and... The, they had because we were the the home of the Tampa Bay Rays and the Devil Rays at the time. The, they got a bunch of tickets for everyone to come you know, who worked at the station to go see. Mm-hmm. And w- when I would leave every day, we're walking up the station on the desk where the you know the assistant who had had them was. There's just a giant stack of tickets, and every day <laughs> they'd just be sitting there at the edge of the desk for anyone walking out to just take. <laughs> and nobody even wanted and them. No for one free. would take them. I mean, it's a it's just a journey over to St. Pete. Like that that distance. Yeah. Is is a tough distance, especially during rush hour to go to if you're from Tampa and like and the team was bad and yeah. no one was showing up and no one liked the stadium and, but they're, and they're still in the same place. And nobody still shows up. They're really like how have uh, they kept that team there? They, they made moneyball over the A's. But like the Rays have accomplished much more. Yeah. I, I, I would argue than, oh, yeah. than the, uh, so. the A's have. It's they, yeah. it's, a, it's an incredible franchise, actually, but no one seems to pay attention to, to them for whatever reason. Yeah. But again, they shouldn't be out after having two bad games. They won mm-hmm. 99 games this year. It's just a ridiculous thing that they got to change. This is the Glenn Beck Program.